folks, if you're looking for a great show, you're saying, I don't know what show to listen to. Stop listening to Fox News and start listening to Patriot Strong Podcast. Stop listening to fake media and Newsweek and Newsmax and start listening to the Patriot Strong Podcast. Make it your daily mission to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much, Courtney. Have a great day. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Patriot Strong. I am so happy you are tuned in today. This is going to be another mini episode, so if you are listening on Spotify or iHeartRadio, please make sure that you subscribe and follow the podcast or turn on your notifications so you get notified every time that I upload a new episode because we are bringing the truth into the light here and I can't wait to share it with you. These are stories of mainstream media will not share because they have one agenda to push and that's not the truth. So I know that everybody listening knows that this past weekend was huge in the world of sports. Millions of people across the entire country tuned in to watch the biggest night of NFL. And of course, I'm talking about the Super Bowl. And we're not going to go into the trafficking busts that may or may not have happened. I'll let you dig into that one by yourself. Tonight, we're going to cover something that did happen that's not been on the news because everybody was distracted with who won, um, you know, that big game. And, you know, besides the game itself, lots of people tuned in for the commercials or for that halftime show, which we'll get into that too, because the halftime show is an entirely different episode. And I'm still doing my research on that because there's a lot to uncover and unveil with that. You might have caught some of those Super Bowl commercials. Um, there was one with uh, He Gets Us. That's another thing. If you are not following me on Facebook, go find my profile um, and follow me because I'm sharing all of the stuff on there. Trying to get it over into podcast form, but sometimes it just doesn't happen and sometimes it just stays on that platform. Um just go find me. Go find me. Go follow me. Go follow the Patriot Strong Podcast on Facebook. But anyways, with all of those commercials, there was a pro-Israel commercial that aired. Um, the one that claimed that the Israeli people are all the victims of this entire fab fabricated, um, you know, propaganda, mainstream media pushed war that's going on. A little side note, though, Israel has killed more Palestinians than Ukrainians have been killed by Russian forces since the entire fabricated Ukraine thing has been going on. But again, that's another story not for here. Again, another statistic that you guys can go research. I'm not here to just tell tell you the... Um, I guess, facts without backing it up, but I will link a couple websites in the description, or like I said, you can go follow me on Telegram or Patriot Strong over on Facebook where I share a lot more of this kind of stuff. This is just one of those little mini episodes that I, um, you know, just doing the rant and rave kind of thing. But uh, back to the commercial. The ad ran during the Super Bowl and claimed that 136 hostages were being tortured and raped and yada, yada, yada. What they didn't tell you though is that this was all pre-planned at the time the exact time this commercial ran it's been said that is when 
the Israeli military started their big bombing, mass bombing all over Rafah. Didn't hear about that though, did you? The mass bombings in Rafah? No. Do you guys know what Rafah is, where that is? Also no? Okay, let me tell you because this is where it gets interesting. And yes, they bombed Rafa during the Super Bowl so nobody would notice because that's not going to be the headline that was pushed, was it? No, of course, not. all the headlines were going to be about the Super Bowl and about the halftime show, not about one of the biggest bombings that has occurred from the Israeli military thus far. And it's interesting, the location, like I said, Rafa. I'm going to try and put the article up right now. You guys can read along with me. If you're listening, just search it for yourself. Rafa Super Bowl night or, you know, whatever, Rafa bombings, Israeli bomb, Rafa, all, any of that, and you will be able to bring um, bring this information up for yourself and you can read it yourself. Hold on one second. Let me try and bring up that article for you. Okay, while I'm looking for that, Rafa is already one of the most densely populated cities in Gaza, and that was before October 7th, housing somewhere around 280,000 people within a 23 square mile radius. Um, today, it's bursting at the seams as one of the sole places of refuge in the um, in the middle of the war because Israeli was like, hey, we're going to be bombing this place. You can go up north, up to here, up to Rafa. Um, that's going to be the safe place for now. And there's about 1.4 million people there right now. You cannot find four square meters empty in Rafa. Um, says a Gaza-based advocacy officer at the Norwegian Refuge Council. So, like, they're, they've been pushing all of these people up to this one little place. And then they go on and bomb it. Here is that article. Hold on just one more second. Okay, here's that article for you. Um, you can actually just search Super Bowl Massacre, and this is what will pop up. Uh, the headline, and this is from the New York Times, sorry, I know it's the Times, but one of the first ones that popped up, so I guess it is making its way over to mainstream media now. Palestinians in Rafah describe night full of horror during Israeli hostage rescue. Rescue, okay? Um, and again, you can look for yourselves. This is the kind of thing that they do. They say that they're rescuing their own hostages, but they're killing literally so many people while they're making these rescues. And it's not really a rescue at all if you dig into it. Like, come on, we're not stupid. Okay, well, interestingly enough, um, they blocked me. The New York Times website blocked me, but I still have it up. I just can't share it with you on here. So let me take this down, and I'm going to try and bring up the article, and I'm just going to read it from there. It says, um, Palestinians in Rafah described a night of fear as Israeli strikes plummeted the area early Monday, killing and wounding dozens, according to the Gaza Health Ministry, and highlighting the cost of Israeli military operations to free its hostages. I swear it was, it was an indescribable night, um, said Gada, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce these, 37, who is among more than 1 million people sheltering in southern in the southern Gaza city. So I was wrong. They didn't push him to the north. They pushed him to the south. Uh, the bombing was everywhere. We were convinced that the Israeli army was invading Rafah. 
Israeli military said early Monday that it had conducted a wave of attacks on Rafah to provide cover for soldiers who freed two hostages held by Hamas. Hamas. The health ministry in Gaza said at least 67 people had been killed during the strikes. So the Israeli military, just to clarify, killed 67 people so they could free two? Are we really believing that? Is that really the narrative that they're going to push that we're supposed to believe? Um, Dr. Al Hamiz, the director of uh, a hospital in Rafa, said that the hospital had received 100 injured people overnight, along with the bodies of 52 who were killed. A spokesman for the Kuwait hospital in Rafa said the hospital had taken in at least 15 bodies and 50 wounded people. There were a lot of body parts following the successive and sudden Israeli strikes. Uh, Gazans in Rafah had been wondering if they should evacuate ahead of the expected Israeli ground offensive into the city, but many who had already been displaced many times since the start of the war said that they had nowhere else to go. Again, because this is where they were being pushed to because their entire livelihood and homes have been bombed since. Another side note, if you're pro-Israel, you should probably do a little bit more research. Um, to simplify it, it was a night full of horror, strikes, death, and destruction, uh, said Akram al-Stadri, 47, who was staying in the neighborhood of Rafa. He said strikes there began around 1 a.m. and there were very violent clashes, he added in a voice message on Monday morning that several houses and a mosque in the area had been destroyed. The explosions started and caused a state of panic among men, women, and children alike. The state of panic pushed everyone to pack whatever they had, thinking it was the ground invasion of Raha, Rafa had begun and that they would live what others have in another Gaza city that was a little bit more north, he added. Um, anyway, okay, I will let you guys read that. Just do Super Bowl invasion or Super Bowl massacre. Uh, you know, that's the, the top hit that took over for Super Bowl weekend. Sorry that that um, article didn't pop up. And I was read, trying to read from my phone and trying to bring it up on the computer. That's why I wasn't looking much at the camera. But thank you guys so much for tuning into this mini episode of Patriot Strong. Please make sure that you are following the podcast and you are subscribed. Uh, you can find us on BitChute, Brighteon, Rumble, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Sorry, I didn't know this chair was in the way. That's okay. <laughs> um, and I will see you in the next episode of A Rant and Rave. Have a wonderful day and thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now.